Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is 365 Sports. The Midway Panthers podcast with David Smoke and head coach Shane Anderson is brought to you by Bird Culchin Ford, Centex Bookkeeping, the U.S. Army Waco Recruiting Company, Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine, Safe and Secure Storage, and TFNB, your bank for life. Welcome back. It's week number two, the Midway Panthers football podcast with head coach Shane Anderson, Midway at home against Permian at Panther Stadium on Friday. The game can be heard. We have a streaming link on uh, Sikkim365.com, the podcast. Also, uh, we have our app, Sikkim365 app. You can do that and listen to the game from start to finish. And it's on 106.7 FM, The Eagle. You know, I, I, I know that losing is not easy. But am I wrong to think after the game with Mansfield that you feel better about your team? Not you didn't feel good in the first place. But I thought I saw a rhyme and a reason, and I thought I saw um, I saw a team that can possibly get this thing going. Yeah, you know, I feel feel good about it. We just we came up a little bit short. It came down to the fourth quarter, really. Uh, you know, you get mm-hmm. beat fourteen to nothing in the fourth quarter, and we've talked to the kids about that all week. And uh, you know, but feel good. We did a lot of good things we can build on, and uh, got plenty to fix and plenty to get better at. But who doesn't this time of year? What will it do? A win. It, it all depends on who you're playing, but you, there haven't been a lot, and Midway's known for winning, but the last three years have been, last three or four years have been pretty tough. What would a win mean? To, you you kind of learn and remember and try to figure out how to win a game? Yeah, you know, and that's, that's what we've talked to the kids about is just finding a way to get it done, uh, whatever that looks like. You know, I mean, we don't know what Friday's going to bring, and, and we know that there's going to be some adversity and there's going to be some high moments and there's going to be some – uh, you know, things that we got to overcome. But at the end of the day, it's about playing four quarters and uh, playing harder than they do for four quarters and executing better and not making mistakes. And we preach a whole lot about big plays and turnovers. And, uh, you know, uh, last week those were even. Uh, you know, they had seven big plays. We had seven big plays. They had one turnover. We had one turnover. So then it comes down to finding, you know, not necessarily an excuse, but what could we have done better as a program, as a team last week uh, to uh, – to, to get it done on Friday. And I think just focusing on that. I, I thought that they scratched, they clawed, and, and again, that doesn't like, oh, my goodness, they were underdogs. I mean, it was a heck of a football game, very entertaining game. I knew about Ty Brown. I knew what he did at Belton. I knew he was the district MVP. We've discussed him before. That's the first time I've seen him live in person. Uh, big, tall drink of water, can look over the defense, seems to have a great deal of poise, uh, fantastic touch on whether it's a quick hit or even something he has to throw, like the touchdown to Scythe. Uh, he wasn't flawless, but, man, he does have control of the game. Yeah, you know, he's a really good football player, like we talked about last week. And, you know, he's the, the thing he has, uh, you know, is, is he's done it. And he has the experience, and he, he's won, he's been successful. And, uh, you know, so we're going to lean heavily on that. And, and he's done a great job, you know, not only in the game, but at practice and in the locker room of being a leader 
And, uh, you know, it doesn't say a whole lot, but he carries himself with a presence that you know he's there to work and he's there and he means business. And I think the other kids feed off that. Ramon Conway, who I remember showed flashes last year, started making plays for you last year. 11 catches, nearly 200 yards, had the spin move on a little pass over the, like a little, like almost like a hitch route and then got a great block from Richardson and then bam, he was gone. How much does he bring to the table? Yeah, you know, he's dynamic. Uh, you know, he's, he's, uh, he can do a lot of things with the football in his hands, and I think you'll continue to see us put him in different positions and, uh, you know, get him the ball in different areas on the field depending on what they're giving us. And, you know, uh, like I said, he's a really good football player. He, you know, he played enough last year where, you know, really he, he and Ty were the only ones on offense uh, last week that had a, you know, considerable amount of varsity experience. And so, you know, we expected those two to play well, and they did, and, and we got to get some other guys playing that caliber of football. With uh, Michael Collins out, uh, did not play last week, won't, I guess, play this week, you're having to try to find some chemistry and, a, and, and something that works on the offensive line. I know that the coaches are working hard on that. How has that gone this week? It's been good. You know, I think – uh, you know, you can, you can, it's one of those deals. It's kind of a double-edged sword. You kind of can turn a negative with, with Mike being out to a positive down the line. Uh, you know, you can almost bet at some other point in the season, we're going to have somebody injured. It's six, eight football. Right. And so the more guys we can get reps right now in different positions and give them a chance to, to at least have that experience and, and uh, whether it's, you know, they have a lot of success right now or not, you know, it's going to benefit us as a football team later on. And so you'll see some shuffling of the deck, so to speak, this week. And, uh, you know, I think we're the, the one thing you're going to get, you're going to get five kids up there that are going to play their tail off for four quarters. You know, um, obviously Permian lost. They were beaten up pretty good in their opening game by Abilene. We know the history. We know about Mojo and Friday Night Lights and all the other things. But uh, they haven't really had – now, last year they were 9-2, and two and they, they beat you there. And what was that, delayed, lightning, all that storm – but they haven't really been elite. It's been a while. Do they still have any magic when people see Permian, that P on their helmet? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the, the, it's Odessa Permian, and I, I definitely think playing there is a lot tougher than, sure. than, than playing them Great at home. atmosphere, the yeah, lights it's, and show. It's all a neat great. deal, and, and, you know, and if you've never experienced that, it's, you know, the first time it's pretty cool. And so, you know, but, uh, you know, they're, they're a young ball club this year. They have some guys that have played. But, you know, they got a sophomore at quarterback. They got a, a freshman at corner. Uh, you know, they got some young guys on the field, but they're still very, very good at what they do. And, and Coach Ellison, he's going to have those guys ready. And, and, you know, they play in a tough league, and they're going to be ready when it's their time to shine in, in league play. But, uh, you know, they, uh, they are in a little bit of a rebuilding. And both years have been a good football game. It's, not like, yeah. it's not like it's been a, a blowout, you know, the last two years. They both – one of them was a real high-scoring game two years ago. It came down to the wire, and then last year was a lower-scoring game. that went back and forth, and they pulled away late. But, uh, you know, we're excited for an opportunity to get back on the field and, and, and try to find that win. The defense gave up explosive plays. In fact, the first snap, 75-yard touchdown run. There was also another 70-plus. And, and also, Mansfield's got some really, like, dynamic playmakers. But there was a time when I was like, man, they can't stop anybody. And then all of a sudden... You know, you got the pick from D.J. White. You had a deflected pass, what, Bundy, I think, in the end zone. And, and, and you start – no, it was not Bundy. Canyon Martin. Martin, excuse me, in the end zone. And, and then you had Tolton making plays. And then Wissington uh, came back and made some plays too. I, I, thought, I thought that, you know, it wasn't like steady, but there was something there. Does that help this week? 
Yeah, I think so. You know, the the thing that that I liked and that I saw and I think that you would probably agree with is the kids played hard for four quarters. Yeah, they did. You know, it wasn't like we were we weren't playing hard or we you know we we misaligned early on uh, that first play we were misaligned and then we got that fixed and then. You know, like you said, they, they hit us on a couple of things uh, because they're good football players and they're good athletes and they have good coaches too. And, uh, you know, but we also made some adjustments at halftime and came out and just challenged the kids to play harder than they played up front. And, uh, you know, I think you saw that a little bit in the, in the third and fourth quarter. Uh, but I think we saw enough on film to definitely build on and, and, and get better at and, uh, you know, hopefully be a better, you know, defense this week. What happened on the long scramble, Ty Brown? I know you can't discuss too much about the officiating, <laughs> but it was a huge play. He picked up about 30 yards or so deep into their territory at a very critical time. Uh, it seemed like a late flag. It seemed like there were a couple of different times. I'm not trying to go into that, oh, my good, but it, it just seemed like a strange call. Yeah, you know, uh, that call in particular, they said that Ramon was on the line of scrimmage and then he went in a short motion, uh, you know, which he, was not, he wasn't on the line of scrimmage. But, you know, the thing about that, and when we have a seven-man crew, what, what people do is, is they flip the, the, the side so, yeah. judge and the line judge at halftime. So we had a different guy on our sideline than we had in the first half, vice versa. And, you know, without making excuses, the, the guy that was on our sideline in the second half, he threw a couple flags that, uh, you know, were, could have went either way. And, uh, you know, sometimes you don't expect those flags to get thrown on your sideline. You know, you, I understand if it happens on their sideline, their coaches are hollering about it. I would want those calls too. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it, it's bigger than one flag sure. or one play. And, you know, we have to get better at it. And, and we didn't do a good job at receiver last week of, you know, not – you know, we were kind of getting going on the clap instead of on the snap. Procedure calls, and, yeah. yeah you know, and so we've worked hard on that and, and we've shown the kids on film and, and it'll be better this week. All right, so you're playing Permian on Friday night. Last week's game was moved back 30 minutes. Kickoff time, just 7 o'clock. Yeah, we're rolling They've got a long trip, 7 o'clock. Our pregame on 106.7 FM, the Eagle, and the Sikkim 365 app, which is sounds fantastic, will start at 6.30 from Panther Stadium. One more thing to bring up. Uh, the special teams in recent years has been sporadic. Uh, I thought from the snap on extra points, Heath Harris, field goal, Satterfield with a Bombing, bomb, rocket launcher, 39-yarder. The holes with pulling. Uh, the fair catches on punts that doesn't allow the ball to bounce around 15 or 20 yards. Coverage on special teams. The kick. Uh, I, I, and, and McDonald at, at punter. I thought all that looked pretty tight for the first game. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we take a lot of pride in special teams. I've, you know, I was a defensive coordinator before I was a head coach. And, and as a head coach, I've... I've tried to put a bunch of emphasis on special teams, and we, we work it every single day. Uh, I won't tell you who's in charge of special teams this year because uh, uh, I might jinx it. But uh, knock on wood, you know, we continue to, to get better at that. And, uh, you know, just, you know, proud of our kids. You know, what, what it does for us is, is the more kids we can get on the field that, that take great pride in special teams and treat it as an important role, it allows us. You know, it's 6A football. You got plenty of kids. You got to find some guys that, that that can take the role and and get some of those starters off the field and special teams. And, and I think our kids have took pride in that, and they understand their role. And and so you know, anytime you can have a punter and a kicker, you know, and then a deep snapper in, in Harris, and then you know our backup quarterback Cash holding on special teams. You know, I think it gives you a chance. And so hopefully we can continue to to you know be good in that area and win that phase of the game. One more thing, Jason Kramer. Uh, as rabid a Midway Panther 
sports fan, not, not just football. I know he's around the field house a lot. I've known Jason since we did our first games from midway back. The 2011 team that played against Lake Travis and Baker Mayfield for a state championship. He sends me information, direct messages on Twitter, <laughs> text messages. Is there anyone more passionate about Midway? He had a setback this week. He's in the hospital and had to get his ticker fixed a little bit. And uh, I don't know of anyone that is more Midway than Jason Kramer. Yeah, you know, he. Uh, I don't know if it's, uh, you know, more, more – uh Midway fan or more annoying, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, Jason loves, he loves Midway. You know, he's a, a Midway grad and uh, coach Gamble brought him back, uh, you know, after that 10 season, uh, you know, to, to be a part of the program. And, and we call him the director of operations and no, he, he calls himself, the yeah, director. he calls himself the director of operations, but uh, we do a lot of things and for, you know, with Jason and he's, you know, he runs the clock, uh, you know, at the sub varsity games, uh, you know, he's, He's on the sideline at the volleyball game, at the basketball game, in the dugout with softball. He runs the scoreboard at baseball. Wow. Uh, power washed the whole stadium, the home side of the stadium this summer. Uh, you know, he takes a lot of pride. His, his, his saying or his slogan is the midway edge. And, and he, he, that's the best, and, and he has the midway edge. And, yeah, he had to, uh, he had to have a little, little work on his heart yesterday, but uh, they got it fixed with two stints, and he's uh, – He's in great spirits. I went and saw him yesterday evening, and uh, hopefully he'll be able to be there Friday night. But uh, he's he's excited, and uh, you know I think he's kind of liking all the attention. Uh, you know, oh, everybody yeah. coming by and seeing him and texting him and calling him, and you know I know Coach Gamble called and, and spent some time with him on the phone, and so you oh. know just glad that it that it happened like it did, and he was at school, and we were able to get him some help and get him where he needed to be, and you know he actually drove himself to the doctor. Wow. And so, you know, I was telling the kids, I said, I don't want to hear any whining. He's tougher than all y'all. Yeah. You know, drove himself go. to the doctor. But, uh, you know, prayers for Jason, you know, speedy recovery. He'll be back 100% no time at all. Jason, we're thinking about you. Can't wait to hear what you think is going right or wrong with the Midway football program. <laughs> He'll but tell you for hope sure. To see you on Friday. Shane, thank you very much. It's Midway and Permian, 6.30 our pregame, 7 o'clock kick at Panther Stadium. I'm David Smoke with Midway football coach and great friend Shane Anderson, and this is 365 Sports. This is 365 Sports. The Midway Panthers podcast with David Smoke and head coach Shane Anderson is brought to you by Bird Culchin Ford, Centex Bookkeeping, the U.S. Army Waco Recruiting Company, Baylor Scott & White Southwest Sports Medicine, Safe and Secure Storage, and TFNB, your bank for life.